Grab the snacks, sit back, relax, and enjoy the all-new Edwards Media Experience. Thank you for tuning in to Edwards Media. Today, we'll have a special guest, Payne's Always Making. Alrighty, Mr. Payne, go ahead and introduce yourself. Alright, so introduce myself. Justin Payne, I am a husband, father, cop, and a woodworker. Alrighty, now go ahead and give a backstory of who you are. So yeah, my backstory. Um, just a dude. I'm from Alabama. I was born and raised in Montgomery. I was, uh, was there for 20 years. I went off to join the Army. I was in the National Guard. I went to South Carolina for training. And then out to uh, Fort Huachuca, Arizona, where it is super hot and super dry. Um, came back and... At 21, I joined the police department there. I went through the academy and did seven-ish years on the road and have since moved to a new department in the central part of the state away from home. So we picked up our whole life and moved uh, about an hour north of where we used to live and uh, have continued the journey up here. So Now... What's motivated you to start woodwork? So yeah, what got me into woodworking? Um, YouTube. You want me to be real honest? YouTube. I have a lot of time as a cop to uh, sit around and watch YouTube while I'm sitting on the side of the road, running radar, looking for cars, trying to find bad guys, stuff like that. YouTube. Uh, I watch guys like Carl Jacobson, like, like Kent, you know. You name it. I've been I've been watching all the guys, you know, turn their stuff. Moon Pie, he's freaking cool. Um, I said, man, I could do that. You know, a few tools and I could do that. Let's let's give it a try. So, I went and bought my first. It was the it was this little bitty lathe with the DC motor. Um, I could literally only turn pins on it because it was so small. And I made pins on my balcony. I probably made 50 of them to be able to fund me getting a bigger lathe and so I could step up my projects and stuff like that. So it started out on YouTube, man, and then I just started making pins and I got a bigger lathe and I started making, you know, small little bowls and, and, you know, rattles for baby announcement and stuff like that. Um, I actually gave my sister a rattle when we found out that we were pregnant with my youngest son so that was pretty cool to be able to make something and give it out and I made Christmas presents like you know now that I'm a woodworker everybody wants a you know a handmade Christmas present every year so I get to making those and I make the guys on shift presents every year so it's pretty cool to be able to you know continue that all right I know you've made a lot of items over the past years um out of all those items do you have a favorite item that you've made so the favorite item I've made um, I don't know man I love all my work um, I thought it was pretty cool when I took a bowl that I actually blew a hole in the bottom of long story 
I went too shallow on the bottom and it blew the mortise out. No big deal, whatever. It happens all the time. Um, but I took that and hollowed out the bottom and I made a lamp for my wife, which is pretty cool. Um, that was a pretty cool recent project. I love making bowls. Uh, it's, it's what I got into woodworking for. I'm not a flat work guy. I don't really like making like furniture. I made all the kids' furniture, you know, in my baby's room. Um, I made his crib, his changing table, a shelf unit, and a like a half of a canoe-looking thing uh, for his room. But that's the only furniture I've made, and that's probably the only furniture I will make. I don't like making it. Um, and there's people that are way better at it than me that you can go buy stuff from. But uh, bowls. I love bowls. I love taking a log off the side of the road, cutting it in half, and making a bowl out of it. Because you never know what you're going to get out of that log. Um, a log can look completely normal on the outside. You turn into it, and it's got... It could have no grain that you can see. Or it could have the prettiest grain you've ever seen in your life. You know, you never know. Because uh, you never know what that tree went through, you know, in its life. You know, whether it got... I've turned trees that have been snapped in a windstorm and grown back together. Or he got hit by lightning. I, I did one of those one time. Um, you name it, man. But any any of my bowls, I'm, I'm really proud of my, my work. Of, of actually making them and, you know, the whole process, really. Through the journey of woodworking and when you started... What's kept you going? So what's kept me going in woodworking? Um, it's kind of weird. Um, COVID really has jacked me up. Um, Woodworking-wise. Uh, nothing changed for my family, realistically. Um, I'm a cop. My wife's a nurse. We still had to go to work. You know, it didn't matter that, you know, there was some global pandemic or whatever you want to call it. Um, people still needed help and, and we had to go give it to them. So, um, COVID didn't change our lives as much as it changed my business. Um, I was going from selling quite a lot, uh, before I started or before COVID came around to not very much. Um, if you look at my Shopify page right now on my analytics, I have not sold a thing since December. Um, I've obviously made some, you know, side money from people, you know, making other things and selling things that are on my Shopify. I just don't make them go through the Shopify to go get it. Uh, a lot of my sales come from friends. Um, a lot of people are like, hey, man, can you make me a bowl for my wife? Or can you do me a cutting board? Or, you know, something like that. I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. Uh, I can do that. And I'm not going to go make them go over and, you know, go through the Shopify hassle and Venmo me or cash out me some money. And there you go. It's your stuff. So... But COVID's really took a hit. Um, I was on track to get a really nice lathe for myself for Christmas this year, and COVID has quite hindered that. So I've stopped uh, really giving that dream a go right now, and we're going to get moved into our house, which we're moving in August, so hopefully the new shop build will be up pretty soon. Um, and all that will be documented on my YouTube page, which is Pain's Always Making. If you'll go subscribe to that, I got some pretty good content. I have a Patreon page that sadly I have not been keeping up with very well, and I'm 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 sorry to my patrons for that. Um, me and Vimeo are having an issue with our videos, so they don't want to let me post any videos. 
And that's the only way you can post videos to Patreon is through Vimeo, which is weird. So there may be having to be another outlet for that kind of thing, if you know what I'm saying. We'll see. Um, but yeah. Keeping me going in working is, honestly, I started it as a hobby to keep me busy. And what's, what's kept me going is I really, really enjoy it. Um, I love getting out in the shop and working. Summers in Alabama, which you can, you know, everybody around here understands, they're hot. And my garage has a little window unit that cannot keep up. So I usually do most of my work at 6 in the morning when I get off of work or late at night when the kids go to bed. So uh, once it gets hot out there, it's, it's pretty hard to function. So, yeah, I just love it. That's That's really my main motivation is doing, actually just doing it, you know solving the problems you know, what what do you do if a bowl cracks what do you do if you're you know whatever Just solving the problems now let's talk covid did covid19 have any effect on your sales at all so yeah like i kind of hit on earlier um covid did have a big effect on my sales um we went from having you know general generally a lot of play money in the world to having not a lot of disposable income around for things like you know handmade wooden bowls or pens or whatever you can go to office depot and buy a 12 pack of pens for three dollars or you can buy one of my pens it's going to last you the rest of your life for 30 or 40 so in a lot of people's brain it wasn't equating to you know oh i don't need to spend that money i'll spend it on you know food for the house, which is understandable. I don't, I don't want anybody to pick my work over, you know, their food or their family's, family's well-being or, or anything like that. Uh, it would be very selfish of me to, to do that. But, um, you can go, you can go to my Shopify page, which is, you just look up painsalwaysmaking.com and I'll take you straight to my Shopify page. You can look me up on Facebook, Pains Always Making, and Instagram, same, same handle. Uh, I do have a Patreon and a YouTube page. Um, y'all want to do me a favor? Go like my YouTube page. Go subscribe and, and hit the like button and do some commenting. That would be awesome. Um, I really would like to for this this YouTube deal to take off uh, one of these days, and uh, and be one of these big names that you you know you see on your homepage. You know when you pull up YouTube, that'd be super awesome. But it takes you know it takes people like y'all. You know, going over there and just subscribing and, and watching my stuff. It's totally appreciated if you do. So, let's talk opening a store. Do you ever plan on opening up a physical shop in the near future? Um, I do I do plan on opening a shop one day. Um, it probably won't be anytime soon. Um, I'm shooting for three to five years. And I say that because my son is almost two. He will start school at five, I would, I would think, three, you know, four or five. And I work night shift as a cop, so I work six at night, six a.m. And then on my off days, I have to flip that schedule and be a normal dad, you know, during the day. So I'm pretty tired for that first day, and then I don't really get to devote as much time to it as I would want to to open a real shop, because um, that's a big responsibility. And I don't want to say it will just be me, but it probably will just be me working in the shop. And it'll probably be some weird, funky days and weird, funky hours because I'm going to work 
you know, say when the kids go to school. Like, I'll, I'll get up with them on, on my off days, take them to school, go to the shop from, you know, 8 o'clock to 3 o'clock in the afternoon and go pick the kids up from school and take them home, make dinner, you know, get my wife up for work because she works as a night shift nurse. And she goes out and, and does that. So it'll probably be like my off days, weird hours. I'll probably be in the shop at night on days that I, you know, that I can. It won't be open, but I'll be there making stuff for the shop, you know. And that takes a lot of work, too. And, uh, but yeah, one day, one of these days I would like to open up a real shop. Um, and that would be a lovely retirement gig if I could do that. I almost want to open up a shop where I have the, the room to teach. Um, I'm no professional woodworker. I'm no, I'm no Glenn Lucas. I'm no, you know, none of these guys that are brilliant that, that teach. Um, I, I hit on Glenn because he is the mecca of teaching woodworking to me. Um, he's got this beautiful shop that he just made in Ireland. You know, it's got like 10 or 12 Vicmark lathes in it beautiful lades, um, beautiful view, beautiful scenery. He lives in the, the, the hills, countries of, you know, Ireland. It's, it's gorgeous. And I'd love to go one day. Um, but I'd love to teach. Like I've had guys, I, I've had guys at work I'm like, Hey man, you know, when you teach me how to turn a pen, or you teach me how to turn a bowl, can you teach me how to do this? And I was like, man, I could take this to the world. I could take this to everybody that wants to, t- to learn it. And and I think that would be, that would have to be part of the business to me is, is, you know, having a room where I can maybe have three or four big lathes set up with tools for all of them and teach people, you know, little, little small lessons, you know, like I said, three or four people and have a class, you know, or Hey, you know, you want to you know, take your wife on a date, you know, y'all go get dinner surprise her and come out and we'll make a cutting board together or you know you know i got all the stuff let's let's make a cutting board make a bowl you know you can take it home and eat your salad out of it tomorrow night when you uh when you sit down at the dinner table and you'll know that you made that with your hands you know and it'll mean more to you than some bamboo bowl you can buy at walmart you know what i'm saying it'll be it'll be really nice so that's that's in the cards one day and i'm gonna get there but it won't be for quite a while i don't think so i gotta find the time and i gotta find a shop space that i can afford um and then it's it's gonna have to come down to me just taking the leap and doing it um which scares the crap into me because i don't like the unknown i like having a plan but that's gonna be one of those things where i just have to you know step off the off the big rock and jump in the water you know what i'm saying well, thank you for joining us on this podcast. Payne's Always Making makes great products. Go follow him. Leave a like. Subscribe to his YouTube channel. Follow his Instagram. He's even on TikTok. He's on all the platforms you can think of. Go ahead and give him that like. Maybe buy something. And we'll see you next time.